This is Chris and Graham from the podcast. Now, before we get started with the podcast, we just want to say a little something regarding George Floyd's murder. When we set out to make a podcast, we didn't want to make it political. Having seen the events from around the world in recent times, particularly in the USA, we feel we've got to make a point here. We're both absolutely and utterly appalled and disgusted by the actions of those in power. The murder of a black citizen by like police officers, a public service designed to serve and protect, who we put our trust in, and they go do stuff like this. The continued harassment of innocent people based on the colour of their skin. We hope none of our listeners are sort that condone this sort of behaviour. Uh, and frankly, we'd rather you had nothing to do with the podcast if you do. We just find this behaviour and discrimination abhorrent and hope you agree with us. So let's just make this really simple for you. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Welcome to Confusions of a 30-something. I'm Chris Walker, and I'm now 34. I'm Graham Glossop, and I'm secretly Mini Cooper. <laughs> uh, first off, here, I just want to wish you a happy birthday for last week. And uh, how was it anyway? How was your birthday? What did you get up to? Uh, thanks, mate. Um, it was a mostly pretty decent day, to be honest. Sunshine, beers, massive Moroccan takeaway, and a card from a Scouse drag queen. <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward to you explaining this one, mate. Should we just, uh, <laughs> should we just delve straight into it and crack on, yeah? Yeah, let, let's get on with the saga. So, myself and all our followers, all our hundreds of them, <laughs> uh, we would have seen that there was a bit of a little mix-up with your birthday card. Um, you messaged me, you told me what had happened, and you know I was looking and reading what you'd sent me, and I was, I was confused. So, God knows <laughs> what was running through your confused head at the time. Like, you just... Can you just explain again to me and to everyone else, like your birthday, this birthday card, and like what had happened with Moonpig? <laughs> right. So I'll give you a bit of a quick play-by-play. So birthday morning, I've made it down to the dining room, having a proper birthday banquet of Cheerios. <laughs> uh, I got a text message from my brother saying, um, "Has the card arrived?" I was like, uh, "No, mate, not yet." He went a bit sweary with his response because he'd ordered it a couple of weeks ago. So no sooner had I got his reply, there's a big heavy knock at the door. And it was a courier with a large pink box with Moonpig written on the side. So I just texted back and said, oh, it's here. So went back, finished my uh, Cheerios like a king, living like Henry VIII on my birthday. <laughs> Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> Off-brand waitress Cheerios, mate. They might be waitress, but they're still like the £1.20 version. Um... Opened the box, and the first thing I saw in it was a plant your own cactus kit. Have you always won? Which I thought, that's, that's a bit weird, because I hate plants. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't, don't do plants whatsoever. And there was a card, I'm thinking, I'm sure it's going to be something offensive, it's my brother. I'm going to get, like, twat or prick or something like that all over it, or everyone thinks you're a knobhead or something. Like what I expect from my brother, Yeah, really. brotherly banter, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. On the front of the card was a collage of black and white photos of a drag queen. <laughs> oh, bit weird. Um, open it up, and inside is a message. 
Dear Sean, happy birthday from the prettiest, most talented, most famous, best DJ and drag queen in Liverpool and the kingdom. From international soap star, strictly come ex-dancing and ice superstar, get me out of here, Minnie Cooper, kiss kiss. Q, Q confusion. <laughs> I just thought for a minute, like, has he really gone off-piste with his card as a sort of wind-up and I don't get the joke? And I saw I text him, I was like, is, it, is this what you said? It was like, he was, he was fucking livid, weren't he? Because it wasn't him. After I took the picture, it was like, no, it's fucking not. I don't fucking believe this. Like he does. <laughs> um, I thought this is, it's like, okay, I'm going to have to find this Mini Cooper who we found on Twitter. Um, my brother also found her at the same time. So we both tweeted her. Showing her what had happened. I think she was under the impression that multiple people had got this Sean's card. So if you're out there, Sean, belated happy birthday from Minnie. I hope it was a great one, mate. And I'm sure that a shout out on this little podcast that you'll probably never listen to in your entire life will be, you know, there to make it all worth it. (laughs) (laughs) But I am keeping your card. (laughs) Just let's just make that clear. It's a great souvenir. It is a great souvenir. I'm keeping that. So yeah, it, it was off to a bit of an ominous start, I suppose. Thing is, something had actually happened before that. So, woke up, and girlfriend rolls, oh, happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. Right, close your eyes, I'm going to go, go and get your presents. I'm like, okay. And there were two big boxes placed next to me on the bed. And she said, this one goes with that one. I'm thinking... What on earth has she bought me? These big boxes. One that goes with the other. I was like, I mentioned maybe getting some new headphones for recording and stuff like that. Couldn't think of anything else she could have got me that would vaguely fit these boxes. I mean, they were too big for headphones, obviously. Anyway, I opened it up. Replacement Nintendo 64, which I've been on about getting for a while. Because I like my old sort of retro games and old consoles and stuff. Yeah. I've still got a Master System too. <laughs> nice. I'm a 21st century guy, honest. Um, so, oh, brilliant, I could play Goldeneye again. Thinking, what, what's going with it? She bought me like a box of games or something. Has she gone mental? Open it up. It's a Nintendo 64 again. <laughs> I'm like, do you not understand how multiplayer works? (laughs) Um, So it turned out what she'd done is she tried to get me a replacement one on eBay. And very briefly, she thought, this one's cheaper, we can sell the other one on. Mm. Which I don't think it even ended up being any cheaper anyway. So we've now got two N64s, but here's the kicker. Thought, right, between these two new ones and my existing one that's broken, I'm going to work out which bits of it work the best and assemble, like, one reliable console. One Super Nintendo 64. Yeah. Like, it'd be like the Optimus Prime of second-hand Nintendo 64s. Yes. (laughs) Just like, it's just a composite of beauty for playing Zelda. And um, I plug mine in. And it started fucking working again. So the one that was, the original one that was buzzed and you wanted to get the replacement for was redundant because it was working again. It was working again. Oh my God. Confused. (laughs) 
we had a little little play on this racing game that came with it. It was like a Formula One game. And I was obviously being really helpful and mansplaining it to death. <laughs> which definitely didn't wind her up. But she was she actually got stuck on a corner and she just kept sort of power spinning it every time because she wasn't trying to set off like slowly in an F1 car. So she just kept spinning around on the sandbag all the time. <laughs> and I was like, I was there lapping her, trying to come up behind her and absolutely like bash her car off the track any time she came back on. <laughs> she wasn't even letting what you win, was she? Because it was your birthday. She, was just... I mean, she, might, she might have been letting me win, but I'd have still been a complete dick about it anyway. <laughs> of course, of course. I I'm not a nice person to play games with. Probably because I'm not that good anyway. So that just means I'm even more competitive. They're just for fun anyway, aren't they? A bit of N64. A bit of that nostalgia feeling, innit? Reminds you of the it good is, times. I'd... Exactly. There, there is one, uh, one game I've got a little bit of an issue with, by the way. And I think this is quite an accessible subject to anyone. Mario Kart. Love Mario Kart. I can't work out whether I like it or hate it because it punishes you for winning. How does it punish you for winning? Because if you're at the front or you're second or something, you know for a fact you're going to get that shitty tortoise shell that doesn't even home in on anything. Are you talking about the green one or the red one? Is it the green one that just goes straight and bounces off? And yeah, yeah. Basically, that's the green it's more, more or less useless, isn't it? For being honest, it's kind of useless. Yeah, it's just it's a bit of chance in, if you if you happen to bump into it. But yeah, whereas if you've got, you can be at the back and you just get that big bullet thing that takes you up to first place. Well, that's just bullshit, isn't it? I've <laughs> led this race for like let led a th- three lap race for two point nine laps and I fucking lost because it's felt sorry for someone else at the back. Don't feel fucking sorry for it. <laughs> Not to that degree. No, I love Mario Kart. It's a good game. <laughs> it's good if you're losing, don't get me wrong. But if, you, if you've if you actually like been winning and you know, you've had one of those laps where you've not actually crashed off at any point, then it's a little bit... Dis- I feel a bit despondent by that. What a surprise, mate. I, I see what you're saying, because if you're at the front, you tend to get hit a lot by shells and get, you know beaten up or whatever it is and then if you're at the back you just get all the all the good stuff don't you from the from the boxes there was a little bit of a an issue i'd like you to join in here social distancing so we went to kirk's to Labby in leeds yeah it's not that far from you is it it's probably about halfway between me and yeah, you yeah, yeah. it's around the corner give or take looks quite nice from a distance and then we got there it's scorching summer day. Thought, oh, it'd be nice to sit out for a bit. And it was just full of idiots. It's the best way I can describe it. Like, you got adults meeting each other in couples. Fair enough if you keep your distance. But then they've got their kids playing together. Like, properly together, not distancing. So you might as well be licking each other's asses. <laughs> If you like your kids are running around and touching each other and wrestling and all the rest, like kids do. And then the best thing I saw, I say best, very sarcastically, there were three women, I would say about 60 years old, 55, 60, that sort of age. Mm. They obviously didn't live together because they're all saying bye. Saying bye bye, nice, love to see you again. What did they do say bye to each other? Hug and kiss. 
Seriously, they hugged and kissed. Seriously, hugged and kissed to say goodbye to each other during a fucking pandemic. <sighs> yeah, that would have wound me up. That it after that, I thought I I need to leave. I can't I can't be dealing with this death bomb around me for the day on my birthday. It's pan- so I ended up going to yeah pandemic death bomb birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so basically. Birthday summed up. End up playing Goldeneye quite a lot and drinking some beers. It was alright. Sounds like a normal day in furlough life. Well, that is basically your life, isn't that it? That is my life. Drinking... Have you got a... Well, I was say, just drinking beers and uh, watching TV. Playing a few games. And growing beards, by the looks of it. Growing beards and massive fake afros. <laughs> I'll actually look like Toad right now. I think you look... I'm trying to think who you remind me of at the moment. I don't know. You look like someone who's, like, worked in IT for about 30 years. Bloody hell. IT beard. (laughs) I usually get... If if I've got my tash and stuff, I say I look like a Mexican or something, or, like, a 70s porn star, something like that. Yeah, you almost look like a vicar. Or something like that. Or like Jeff from Biker Grove, but with a bit of Filipino going on. <laughs> oh, that just sounds seedy. <laughs> How we're the furlough leaf. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned birthdays because we said we, we might make this a bit of a broad theme for the episode, yeah? Because obviously Confusions of a 30-something... 30s is a bit of a life change, isn't it? With birthdays, then, what, what's changed the most for you about having a birthday? What has changed for me the most by having a birthday? I suppose it's the excitement, isn't it? That's what it is that's changed. Or lack thereof. Exactly, yeah. Well, like I said, as a kid, you start off, you're excited. It's almost like a second Christmas, isn't it? You wake up, you run, you want your presents, you get loads of presents, you get loads of cards. You get money, you get treats, you get everything you've wished for from Argos, like the uh, Home Alone walkie-talkie pen, whatever it was, or that voice recorder. <laughs> I always wanted that as a kid, never got it. Did you, Did you? oh, oh the talk boy. The talk boy, that's it, yeah. That's it, that, they were the dogs. They were I know, they. I wanted one. I never had one either. It's because they had a uh, voice changer on it, it had like three modes, and so it was like the, the height of technology at the time. What happened to that cactus that you got? Um, I just had a look because I I didn't even know where I put it, and it turns out it's on the shelf. So the long and short of it is, nothing's happened with it. So have you taken have you taken it out of the box? Briefly, is I'll, it seeds or just an actual? It, it looks like some cactus. sort of bag of soil with a plastic cup in it. Um, when they said like grow your own cactus kit, I was expecting you know where those like porcelain clowns where you like grow a novelty cactus cock out of it or something <laughs> yeah. I have his baggy trousers what even that oh. yeah a bit a bit crude for a moon pig isn't it that yeah moon pig's gifts are crap by the way I've noticed that There's, they've hardly got anything no I'm a funky pigeon kind of guy mate. They, they never go wrong then I haven't used them in years we're this... not by the way advertising uh, either of these by the way or sponsored 
We're just talking about him. Actually, yeah, come to think of it, fucking sponsor us. I know we're dra- we're going to give you a good kicking, Moon Pig, for fucking stuff up, but Funky Pigeon, this is your opportunity to reach up to 25 people. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, well, help. They, just, just pay us on clicks. Once we get to 1,000 in, I promise, only two episodes time, then get sponsoring us. Beer 52 sponsor everyone else. Why don't you start muscling in on the old podcast patch yeah funky pigeon we will milk this mistake by the pig yeah for as long as it takes and get you back up there again flying high we will flying high with uh clintons th- through our negative reviews we can disrupt the infrastructure of moon pig your biggest competitor yeah, we could do that, couldn't we? People sending you bad experiences with the, the, pig, the flying moon pig. Uh, yeah, everyone tell us about why moon pig is shit or why funky pigeon are better. And we'll spread the word. There you go, funky pigeon. The endorsement's waiting, isn't it? Didn't you say your brother had a story as well about uh, another moon pig fail? <laughs> yeah. So after, after we had that little debacle with us, um, he showed me a card which had been ordered for his friend's mum. Now, his, his friend's mum, like me, didn't get the card that was ordered for them. But she did get a card with a picture of a boy on the front and it said something like, happy birthday, mum, love your gorgeous tits on it. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, slightly incestuous there, Moonpig. Yeah. That, that's going on the blackboard. <laughs> Again, Moonpig. So if you visit, if you want to use our promo code and visit www.funkypigeon.com slash confusions of a 30, you'll get no discount because we are not currently being endorsed by funkypigeon.com. <laughs> <laughs> We're also not endorsed by Beer 52 like every other fucker with a podcast. We're not endorsed by anyone. Let's just put it out there. Yeah, we're not endorsed but if, by anyone. But if somebody wants to... Go for it. Yeah, if, if someone wants to sponsor us, that, that, that'd be great. Or put our name for for sponsorship. <laughs> Even if it's 50p a week, we'll, we'll take it. Yeah. Key mm. thing with birthdays are milestones, aren't they? So mm. 16, 18, 21, 30, and then it's just every 10 years, I suppose, from Where when is it? anything actually matters. I'm trying to think. I don't remember anything about my 16th at all. I don't know what I did or anything. 18th, I remember drinking a triple absinthe. And being the first one to have to go home, probably by like <laughs> 11 o'clock. <laughs> I think that's standard practice on an 18th. Uh, 18th, 18th birthday bravado. Um, yeah, that wasn't great. Um, I, I, could, I think a drug dealer came up to me in town at some point. Hey, man, you're sorted. I'm like, oh, I'm, like, I'm fine, thanks, mate. How are you? Not realising, are you sorted? I mean, do you want to buy some pills? <laughs> <laughs> I did a right tit of myself, I think, that night. Um, yeah, you have your 18 and 21, which is like you go and get absolutely battered, drunk sort of birthdays, aren't they? Well, they are in the UK anyway, for people who drink. But after that, I mean, 30th is meant to be a milestone. 30th is a big one. I worked. You worked on your 30th? I worked, and I was living in Norwich around none of my friends and family. <laughs> so boring. Ah. My 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 tea for my thirtieth birthday was an M and S lasagna. 
Bloody hell, treated, you know, I had to push the treat, boat out, don't you? Properly pushed the boat out and treated myself. I just had some Go drinks on. and stuff over that weekend. Nothing mental, but I remember when my dad came down like a couple of days later. Like, it was, I think my birthday was on the Friday and they came down on Monday. It's like, I've just had three days of drinking and eating rubbish. The last thing I need is to like, go out for a meal and have some drinks right now. <laughs> I think you you go Jamie too soon. Chain restaurant <laughs> in Norwich. But yeah, my um, I think my sixteenth. I did, I had a party. It was in like some kind of scouts youth hall or something like that. Um, pop and crisps. Pop crisps. I think we did. There was beer and stuff there as well. Yeah. By the sounds of things, a few people did get a bit pissed. Can't really remember too much about it apart from that. I think I danced. Had a bloody slow dance to the scientist because i think that's when that came out <laughs> the scientist the scientist by coldplay oh my god i know was that I with know. your that dear lady with... love of your life or whatever at the time that it would have been when you're 16 probably yeah my second girlfriend <clears throat> i don't know what you call it but call it a girlfriend i think that's yeah i've been a bit facetious <laughs> <laughs> 16 and then yeah 18th I had another party, but that was at the Stars, and I think you attended that one, didn't you? I did. I remember very, very well certain bits of the night, but I think you ought to tell them. Well, the bits well, that, you remember. That, well, this is the problem, because I've got a terrible memory, and I was that wankered that I don't really remember much of it. And like you on your 18th, I was the first person to leave my 18th as well. You were. I remember, because I carried you down the stairs. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> Literally ten flights of stairs. Me and Jess carried Ooh. you down, like well, a I mean, like a like a soldier on a stretcher. Well, I, I was skinny back then, so I was just a bag of bones, so I couldn't have been that heavy. <laughs> but I mean, all I remember from that, because obviously it was the college days, so I think all the college lads were there, yourself included, a few school friends. My driving instructor came because I was close to my driving instructor because he was a fucking druggie. <laughs> <laughs> No, he he was full on mad. He was just he'd like be on a come down or something, and he like picked me up for a driving lessons. And oh, <laughs> he, he never taught me to drive. He just went, oh, just you know, when you do your test, just look at your mirror every now and again, and just like twitch your head just to make it. Don't actually look at the mirror; just move your head. Did, you, like, have, great, did you have great to take advice. lessons with somebody else afterwards so you could pass? Yeah, I didn't pass with him. Um, <laughs> it, it was a it, he's a cool guy. I mean, if if I if I was still in touch with him now, it'd probably be a good laugh, but. I remember one thing about your driving instructor that you told me. He got you a rather special birthday present for your party, didn't he? Oh, he did indeed. He got me my first stripper. Uh, if, if I remember rightly, your first stripper, she wasn't exactly 21, was she? No, uh, things did doff south, as uh, Partridge <laughs> would say. <laughs> She, basically, she was what, middle-aged, shall we say, nicely? She was a bit middle-aged and... Uh, 50? Yeah, there, there was, she had no support. <laughs> Naked. That's what I remember. It was like a standard whipped cream out of a spray can kind of job. All yeah, over just, in about a minute. Yeah, I was sat on a chair, weren't I? I had all my family there. I think my sister was there, my dad, my uncles. They were loving it. That was they were probably weird, watching your mum watching you have a stripper while a stripper squatted over your face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't looking at my mum at the time, but... <laughs> I, was like, I was like the teacher from Ferris Bueller. Yeah, so that's what it was like in their family. 
Oh, it was bad. But I mean, I think I was fine at that point. I remember we'd all gone through like a litre of Jack Daniels as well mm-hmm. uh, between <clears throat> us. And there weren't that many of us. And that was in a short amount of time. And the reason I got so fucked up and I left so early was because I went into the toilets and I saw a couple of the lads with a cigarette in the hand. So I went up and grabbed this cigarette and took the biggest drag ever. I was like, hey, we're all cool here, aren't we? <sighs> Inhaling for 30 seconds. Turns out it wasn't a cigarette, was it? No, it, it wasn't. Was a, it wasn't. It was what it was you call a, a college cigarette. Yeah. And I, I had no idea. That, that's how drunk I was. Anyway, had a, pulled a whitey, basically. Passed out. And then that's when... Uh, you came to my aid, to my rescue. <laughs> I I remember at the time I had a new um, flip phone. So obviously I had like a fairly primitive camera on it because we're in our 30s now. So this would have been, about, what, 2002, 2003, somewhere back there? Yeah, around that time. 2004 yeah. maybe. I remember you retching in the toilet and you're absolutely paralytic. You barely knew where you were. And me and Jess carried you down like 10 flights of stairs to, to lay you on the floor of a taxi. And I think the first three taxis wouldn't take you. <laughs> well, I was told that my my mate's dad actually carried me to bed, apparently, because he was like the strongest guy there. And he had to he physically just like, you know, he was taking me up to a marital bed. He was just like carrying me and just <laughs> lobbed me in it. And then that's it. I just, that's it, done. That's all I remember from that 18th. It was oh. a good party, though, by the sound of things. Everyone had a good time after I left. <laughs> That's like most parties, mate. Had a good time <laughs> yeah. when you've left. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the party can really start when I've gone. Twenty-one. I think I just went out around Sheffield with the lads. Got pissed. Nothing special. No, no, no venue that time round. And then thirtieth, I was in Thailand. And uh, bloody hell, that was, that was a story. I was lucky I even made it to Thailand, if I'm being honest. Is this when you had a disease of some sort? I didn't have a disease. What are you on about? <laughs> You're literally just making stuff up here. I you. Had, like, hepatitis or something. <laughs> no. What are you on about? Might have confused you with another deviant that I know. What, what yeah. happened with Thailand? I'm, I, I mean, thought I that... knew this story. Maybe not. No, that wasn't even the show notes. <laughs> There's nothing in the notes about hepatitis. Um, so basically, my 30th, um, it started off with a meal, friends, family. We just had a bit of tapas, everyone there. And I knew a few of the lads that worked there. So they were like sorting out with like shots and making it special and drinks, that kind of thing. So, you know, chicken wings, meatballs, patatas bravas, I believe. Love oh, that's some good stuff. Roast potatoes and a sort of smoky tomato sauce, yeah. Yeah, bit of paprika. Yeah. Um, so that was that was like stage one. Stage two was um, the common room in Sheffield. So it's like a pool hall. So we had a private area. Yeah. You say private area it was just a velvet just rope a pool table, it. basically. Yeah, with a piece of rope around it. So yeah. nothing private about that. Um, and I'd made this little pass the parcel thing, and I'd gone to Ann Summers and picked up these like little forfeits because <clears> I wanted to put them in okay. so each layer had a forfeit and a dare and then in the middle was just like a little prize like a little miniature of vodka or whatever so after we had a few drinks we gathered around the pool table put a bottle in the middle and we spun it whoever it landed on had to unwrap the parcel yeah. and 
they were just stupid, you know, girly hen party stuff like undo the, you know, undo a guy's shirt with just your teeth from the <laughs> buttons from like the from the neck down, or do a shot out of a belly button, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we did that. <clears throat> Got pissed. Somebody actually brought um, me a bottle of Sailor Jerry's or some kind of spice rum. I was a bit sneaky with that as well, so I used to kind of look around behind my shoulder, make sure none of the bar staff are looking, like top everyone's drinks up. So that got the thing, that got the party going and pissed. And this is only like, I don't know, say around 11, 12. Yeah. <clears throat> but what I've not mentioned was that the that in three hours time, 3 a.m., I was getting picked up to go to the airport to fly to Thailand. <laughs> now, that was an error on my end because this was on a Saturday. I was just paint a picture it's saturday it's midnight i had it in my head that we were flying monday morning mm. turned out we weren't we we're flying sunday morning at oh, 7 a.m yeah so I, I fucked up big time so jess left at like 11 12 she went home had a sleep and uh the plan was to pack the car and come back into town and pick me up around 3 a.m so we could go to the airport and get the flight oh god oh god so yeah, so it's about three o'clock in the morning, and I've got this um, kebab in my hand, and Jess is ringing me nonstop. Going, where are you? Where are you? Hurry up! And I had loads of missed calls oh, from her. God. And we'd arranged a car park to meet at, so I, I was nearly there. I was probably about four hundred meters from the car park, but I'd come across someone being hit basically by a car, and there was a massive crowd. So I was just kind of like rubbernecking and looking over everyone's shoulders, what's going on over here, eating my chips and cheese and bloody fried chicken. <laughs> and Jess is ringing me, I'm like, what, what? She goes, where are you? I'm like, oh, someone's been hit, aren't they? I think they're going to die. Guy! <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing? Get here now, we need to go, we're late. So anyway, jump in the car, about half an hour into I the journey. I she was delighted, by the way. Oh yeah, she 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 loved every minute of it. <laughs> Did you nearly end up single and sleeping in an airport terminal that day? <laughs> <laughs> well, during the car journey there, this is where she hates me even more. That I started to get a bit of a rumbling, I started to get a bit of a oh sickness. <laughs> so I wind the window down. I just throw up outside of the window at like half three, four o'clock in the morning, and it all goes down the side of the car. And we didn't have any water because I'd already drank it all, trying to hydrate as much as possible. And um, yeah, but I managed to make it only just though because I got to the airport. Jess had a change of clothes for me. I had to have like a whole shower in the sink and try and freshen up and sober up, change my clothes. But I was just staggering. And just I remember I'm, you on the flight. <laughs> just so yeah, and then uh, I remember one bit when we were walking towards the the gate. I was like mooning people between like the the glass, so they were coming in into like arrivals and we were going into departures and I was just there like mooning them and I was oh Jess was telling me about this and taking videos and uh yeah we got to the boarding gate and I was just like slumped on her and she was pretty much carrying me and then like the when they took our boarding pass she uh the air stewardess was like is he all right she was like yeah he's just really tired he just needs a bit yeah he's he needs some sleep he's scared of <laughs> I was trying. To, I was told not to speak in case I could smell it, but I think they could smell the the booze on me. I ended up sobering up on the flight, getting to Bangkok, and then celebrating my birthday and uh, getting back on it again. I'm surprised you let you even have a drink after that performance. What that night? It was my thirtieth, mate. You got to go all out. 
Go big, go go home. Go big or go to Thailand and see some lady boys. We're going to miss that. We're up on my 30th. My 21st, I'm trying to think, it's probably not quite the extremes of that, but it was bad enough. I mean, we all dressed up as old men. We'd all got like granddad clothes from a charity shop. That's probably about as much as I remember. But the pictures the next day, Jesus Christ. Cause people, we'd ended up in a reflex. Classy. Going to bloody reflex. But that's when you could get like a double for £3.50. Um, there's pictures of me dressed up as an old man with all these like genuinely old ladies. And there's like a picture of my other mate. He's got a dwarf sat on his shoulder. And oh, <laughs> I don't remember any of it. I don't remember any of that bit. I remember looking at the floor in like, Takapuna. <laughs> that was a shit well, from what I remember. Yeah. looking at the floor in there, and I also remember being stuck with my mate Rob looking at the because Reflex had one of those light up dance floors, didn't it? Yeah, it was across it, the road, wasn't it? Was just staring at the floor like it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Sunday afternoon when we went out. I think we like started at twelve and managed to get him back in at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Standard. With these milestone birthdays as well, you know, the rite of passage, like a momentous moment of your life to celebrate, but we just get pissed and you can't remember it. Uh, yeah, that's, like, a, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, oh, I've got to make a big deal of it. It's not like making a big deal of it, but most people just go and ruin it anyway because <laughs> yeah. they don't remember they just, it. They have the greatest birthday ever, then you erase it from their memory. Yeah, I seem to remember like at that sort of time when I had my birthday. It's like, mum and dad, what do you want for your birthday? Like, just just give me some money because I'm going to go out and get battered. <laughs> like, I'll pay for my drinks for a bit. <laughs> I think one of my mates bought me an Archers and Lemonade as a joke drink on that one as well. As a joke? Yeah. Although, uh, to be fair, probably just added to the rest of the stuff that I had. But I just remember thinking, who can drink this stuff? It's that sweet. It was just pure sugar, isn't it? It's nasty. Nasty, nasty stuff. I think Archers has died a death now, hasn't it? Yeah, I don't think I've come across that for a long time. Nobody has that. <laughs> Getting out of blue WKDs, mate. <laughs> but, um, yeah. That, just just go sticking with the theme of birthdays then. Um, are you at that point where you actually start getting concerns about getting older now? Almost like you've got a fear of getting older. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do think to myself sometimes like where's the last like 33 years gone yeah and that seems to have gone quite quick in the next 33 years i'm going to be 66 i just it's ticking on now it's just creeping in now bit by bit i didn't have a cake by the way didn't you know me and cake i just don't really see the point You don't see the point of a lot of things, but it's it makes a birthday. It's what birthdays are about. You've got to have cake on your birthday. I think I did get some slice of cake that my, let's call her de facto mother-in-law, um, made for me with a candle shoved in it. It's a bit of a joke thing. but This is all coming from the guy who thinks cake is just a slice of bread with sugar on it. <laughs> <laughs> no well, wonder you didn't have it. If you had a cake, it would just be a loaf. You might as well just get some of that Blackpool milk roll with jam. <laughs> treat that was treat bread when we were a kid. Blackpool milk roll. Treat bread. 
I don't think you ever read that. I don't think so. I very seldomly see it. It's just, it's basically just white bread. But I think it's soaked in milk when they make it. It's it's kind of semi-sweet, from what I remember. Sort of like circular shaped. That sounds awful. They've definitely not had circle bread. No, that's Forget about that. I'm going to try and have a kebab sandwich with one. See if it'll fill the job of pitters. (laughs) Right then. I think I think that's us done for this week, don't you? Yeah, we've had we've had a long episode. Too many technicalities for for what we should have. But yeah, anyway, please keep supporting us. Uh, our handles on Twitter and Instagram are confusions of a thirty three zero. That's Twitter and Instagram. So yeah, keep following us. Keep liking us. Keep sharing us. Keep sending us comments and your thoughts and feedback. We appreciate all of that. Yeah, um, like I said, we appreciate all the followers and stuff like that, but the more interacting with us you do, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, the better. We want to be able to start opening up topics and subjects and stuff with you. So for those who are following us, start giving us some messages. I mean, we've got a massive bank of stuff to talk about, but give give us stuff anyway. Yeah, get involved. Even the cat's getting involved involved again now. Oh, fuck off upstairs. Uh, Right, on that note, everyone. So uh, you stay safe. I will stay confused. See you later, everyone.